My name is Steven Beckman. I am a target of COINTELPRO and gangstalking. Gangstalking is a discipline in the over 70-year-old COINTELPRO program um, with new capabilities. And thanks to George W. Bush in 2001 for signing the Patriot Act, COINTELPRO has been kind of reborn in this new format, which essentially lots of people are calling COINTELPRO 2.0. Now, I live in San Diego, and it's important to know um, that going through this program is even worse uh, in places like San Diego and lots of places where there's a large concentration of government personnel. Um, in particular, the reason why San Diego is so unique to go through gang stalking and COINTELPRO is because San Diego is home to the largest concentration of military personnel and Pentagon contractors in the entire country. So you can understand where that would get out of hand while going through this. Now, the reason for me being a target of gang stalking and COINTELPRO was for two reasons. Uh, one in particular is, I, since I've been a native of San Diego, living here for nearly 40 years, I... Um, Grew up in the area, and my family was very close to the military and law enforcement community. And unfortunately, in the 80s, uh, my father was a police officer for just a few years. Unfortunately, he passed in the line of duty. And um, a lot of people in town were, were thinking that my father left me a bunch of money. So when I was in my 30s, it would mature and I would get paid. And lots of the people I grew up around since, you know, I was like 16, 17, 18, 19... Uh, in the same community, who also worked in law enforcement and military capacities, uh, unfortunately used their positions and their job to try to extort me when they thought that money was coming to maturity. And once that happened, um, something else I came across, uh, unfortunately, was like a potential leak um, in regards to uh, the, the Bush administration at the time. I didn't know it was legit. I just thought it was something on the internet. I kind of passed by it in 2007 and kind of kept going on my way. Um, that struggle with local uh, police department, etc., trying to extort me and making life very hard for me locally, spreading rumors, etc., because cops are very allergic to jail. Um, people who were kind of peeping me after seeing that used this whole conflict as a means to... Um, put even more pressure on me because the information pertaining had to deal with uh, um, uh, George W. Bush and a John F. Kennedy Jr. plane crash. Like I said, I did, had no idea it was legit. I just kind of saw it and kept going all my life because, you know, who believes everything? But the second I brought it up while I was getting extorted by these cops because I didn't know what was going on, I just suggested maybe it's about this thing I saw on the internet a while ago. And immediately after I said that, the very next day, my life turned upside down. That's when the gang stalking began. That's when, you know, I had bank accounts locked down. That's when I got blacklisted. Like almost, I want to say, the next day, life became a nightmare. And it has been a nightmare for about nearly 10 years now. Now, this is a series of podcasts um, done at different times. Um, so there's different, I'll be at different states 
you know, sometimes we'll be super stressed out or whatever, because, you know, when you're going through this, you're going from trauma to trauma to trauma situation. You don't have a lot of time to think about things. So I'm getting this. So a lot of these podcasts I'm getting out while I just experienced a trauma, what have you. But I felt like it was important to record it while it was still fresh in my head. We will be going back over these things and re-recording them. And, you know, keep in mind, you know, I'm cutting myself open here a lot and getting very personal, very intimate, because there's just so much um, psychological torture involved and you trying to make sense of things. All these are all foreign sorts of behaviors you go through, something that a normal person doesn't experience. Um, now, for those of you who are listening and, you know, um, are throwing negative comments our way, what have you, um, you know, making claims, you know, that I'm guilty of a bunch of crimes. And that's why this is happening. I, I encourage you to learn the law, learn things like the statute of limitations, why there are three main classes of particularly, three particular types of crimes which have zero statute of limitations. One being any kind of sexual exploitation of minors, um, murder, and terrorism. So I encourage you to learn the law. Uh, before, you know, you guys comment, you know, us on YouTube or what have you. And I encourage you to try at, to try to contest claims on the documentary that I put out of the leak, which I saw, which you can also see at justiceforjfkjr.com. Our documentary is called Resurrecting Camelot. Um, lots of people are pro-Bush supporters, etc., that are harassing us online, but I do. I encourage you to see the material as to why I am in this abuse and, um, you know, contest it. I, I, I encourage you to challenge the facts before you hurl insults. Um, the main reason for this podcast is I hope you learn from me, um, and I appreciate all the people who have contacted me through Facebook groups, through you know, Twitter and DMs and emails and our website, just like you have no idea. I, I, I read all those things. Um, I, I recommend you definitely try to catch me on Twitter more than anything, but I, I appreciate all that stuff. I appreciate the phone calls I've had um, of people in, in different towns going through this abuse and sharing their experiences. And while, um, you know, the handful of people, I want to say five to seven people that have reached out to me, literally called me and wanted to talk about this. Unfortunately, not a lot of them are, are, very, are kind of spooked, but, uh, you know, I would, anybody willing, willing to um, discuss certain things about the the COINTELPRO 2.0 program and gang stalking, please feel free to reach out to me. Now, I have three particular... What do you call it? Tips for anybody going through this. And number one is to document your abuse. Get yourself a body camera. Get yourself a pen and paper. And document abuse when it happens, the time it happens. You know what I'm saying? Then cut that. Then then once you document and timestamp it, you know, at the end of the day, you need to chop up your clips and upload them. Upload them to multiple platforms. So in case someone hacks you one place, you have copies somewhere else. I also recommend you get a lawyer. So number two, get a lawyer. And memorize their number. You want to look for a human rights lawyer. 
or a constant or you know one that specializes in constitutional law human rights and uh, memorize their phone number because there's a chance that somebody will make a huge false claim about you to try to get you locked up temporarily and even though you didn't do it and they might drop the charges obviously let you out on your own recognizance that time in jail those that that the, the, you know while you're waiting to be arraigned or bailed out or what have you a lot of nasty and gnarly shit could happen aside from you needing a lawyer to prosecute these bullies and the third tip i want to give everyone listening is to monitor your health and i want to say every three months or so go get a full blood panel you know what i'm saying pee in a cup shit in a jar um you know get x-rays of sore spots in your bones or what have you like do all that get in get get in no don't get an mri every three every three months but monitor your health document it take pictures of that also upload that to multiple you know accounts so you can keep track of things that are happening give those to give the give your health uh stuff copies to your lawyer so you know if there's any sort of um medical malpractice because it will happen um, I definitely recommend those are the three tips. So log your abuse, get a lawyer, and monitor your health. I'd also like to say anybody who is trying to charge you for advice or help or videos or an ebook or a podcast subscription or what have you is selling snake oil. This is a very unique form of abuse and it's anybody who's actually gone through it and can and has given you legitimate advice understands that you will be made poor your financial opportunities will be dried up you'll be blacklisted they'll try to make you run through all your savings so anybody who is asking you to pay for this pay for tips pay for their audiobook even 99 cents um you know i i don't recommend doing it because it's most likely going to be false adv- false advice, and uh, you're already short on money as it is. I'd also like you to think of people who are also targets of this abuse that you come across and you vet and think they're legit, and not like some of the cops or federal agents or even you know some of the criminals and locals who participate in gang stalking and once you vet them think of them as your brothers and sisters you know think of them as like your soldiers next next to you it's important because you're going through something tough and your network is going to be severely uh strained and again i appreciate you listening to this podcast and again my name is Stephen beckman i'm the cen or the chief executive nobody of the mesh news of mesh news um, COINTELPRO is a side project, and Mesh News is a platform I had to create when I was stonewalled by press everywhere I went. If you're hearing this bumper on the beginning of the podcast and you've heard it before, I encourage you to fast forward uh, 11 minutes through because this is information that I would like to tack on the front of all these podcast episodes because it's essential and I want to drill this stuff into you. These are very core concepts before moving forward is to drill these things in your head. These are the realities of what's going on, how to frame your situation, etc. So if you keep hearing this intro over and over through all these episodes, you know, fast forward through 11, 12 minutes, and and then it'll bring you straight to the material. I appreciate it, and let's uh, get down into it. 
If you want to be versed in all things COINTELPRO 2.0 and the COINTELPRO 2.0 project, or if maybe you think you might be subjected to this abuse because you're thinking about leaking or blowing the whistle on something or speaking up about something in City Hall or abuse, etc., I recommend you go to our website, which is COINTELPRO, and then the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. You can catch our video companion series, which is videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as this podcast series at podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero, Z-E-R-O spelled out. Com. And I do recommend that you visit these URLs through using the DuckDuckGo browser. And I recommend using a VPN as well, because who knows with how watch lists are, etc. I wouldn't want to put more heat on you than there already is for visiting my material, since a lot of it is how to circumvent government abuse and methodologies that they use. I definitely wouldn't want to make your life more difficult. So please, please discipline yourselves and don't use apps to view my material. Uh, use the DuckDuckGo browser, which wipes everything clean every time you close the browser. And you can go to these URLs and listen and watch and read all this material while being safe, making sure you're using a VPN as well. Welcome to the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. My name is Steven. Um, Steven Beckman, actually. And I am the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. Now, um, COINTELPRO 2.0 is kind of an, of an offshoot of the Mesh News Project. Out of a need to explain some of my government-sponsored abuse that I've went through. And um, the methodologies behind it. You can also check out our online guide for the um, the same thing that you're listening to now, the, the podcast, the online guide, and the video series. Kind of gives you a 360 on everything going on. And you can check out our um, video series at videos with an S dot COINTELPRO the number two and then zero spelled out Z-E-R-O COINTELPRO20.com or just go to the online guide at COINTELPRO the number two and then zero Z-E-R-O.com and as always you could get the podcast series at podcasts dot COINTELPRO the number two and then zero spelled out Z-E-R-O.com to get to a quick link where our podcast series is our podcast is hopefully hosted on pretty much all important podcast networks um we're having some trouble with spotify for some reason they took us down for a little while and then it was back up then it was back down um i'm not sure how that is so we now hot linking that um our podcast series to our Google Podcasts where it lives over there until I don't understand what, what, what's going on with Spotify anyways God long intro
So now um, I think I'm going to, this podcast is going to be a little something special. Um, I appreciate if you've been going through the whole podcast series now. I mean, gosh, we're approaching like 1,700 listeners. I uh, can't believe it. It's amazing. Um, I never thought anything, something I would make would interest so many different so many different people. So I'm glad people who you guys continue to listen and share this podcast and even engage me, you know, in online forums, etc., where I I post it so I can help other people who might have or are currently going through a situation like mine. Um, like I said, this podcast will be something a little special. This one's titled The Purge. Um, not trying to be dramatic about it, but it's the only way I can really explain it. So basically, my, um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit so you understand the name of the podcast and what we're going to be doing going forward. Basically, uh, how I ended up in the program, I had to find this out through just the coolest people in the world who I can never thank uh, um, you know enough I can never repay them in a thousand lifetimes for helping me put this together there were some contractor military contractors etc and even military people who were at a time helping me put together this abuse and um, what was going on and you know, I, like I said, I just I couldn't repay them, like you know, in a thousand lifetimes. In fact, they're the ones who told me, like when they were describing what was going on and what essentially this is all, what this whole thing is. He says he says it's essentially it's it's essentially COINTELPRO 2.0. So, if you're wondering why it's named COINTELPRO 2.0, it's just because that's how it was described to me by um, one of the military cats who lives here in San Diego, um, just saying, essentially, it's it's the next emergence of that. Just spread uh, apart between departments, uh, but using the same tactics, etc. Anyways, I couldn't thank them, uh, uh, you know, in a million lifetimes. They, uh, they helped me get here and understand what was going on and over time. You know, because, you know, obviously they have their own life. They had to protect people from the situation that was happening. So, I just... Yeah. So, essentially, since around 2001-ish, um, I've grown up in San Diego. San Diego has the largest concentration of military and... Um, military contractors has got the largest concentration in the, the nation. We had the most troops here. Uh, there's just military contractors everywhere. Some you wouldn't realize. Um, lots of small town, not small time, but lots of independent, let's call them contractors slash spy agencies for hire. Uh, run, what, uh, run some sort of business that allows them to travel um, or 
interact with people, gives them an excuse to interact with people. And um, they're all over San Diego. There's lots of businesses here that serve some sort of secondary function for some sort of intelligence slash military contracting operation. That's also how they also keep income coming, flowing, you know, when they don't have, you know, jobs, you know, going on. Because it's also a legit business, but it also aids in the higher functioning service. And they're all over San Diego. Something I was blind to, too, <clears throat> being some sort of some military brat who just, you know, ended up here because uh, my father got out of the Navy and um, met my mother and decided to stay and make people. Good choice. Anyways, so we had we had the largest concentration of of military and and military um, industrial personnel in the nation, and um, so I grew up here. So that means you know lots of the people I grew up around, etc., hung out with. There's a majority of them that also were either in the military, had like in the military, or had NSA duty. Or, um, were a contractor performing some sort of military aiding function, what have you. And, you know, I knew up and I grew up around some of these people. And some of these people who, and, and some of these people also got into law enforcement. And really the law enforcement slash military industrial slash... Uh, military community all is like a mishmash like because so many people around here also you know get out of the military also you know maybe go into law enforcement after their contract is up and they landed in San Diego as a place you know etc so the communities all like talk to one another and like the military is just the hugest biggest fucking deal here you, you don't realize it until you start moving around town but like I said even I am here because my father was in the navy so there's somebody he has a connection with anyway anyways I just wanted to paint that picture I know I went a little elaborate but um so some of these people when I was younger I want to say a baby adult uh, understood because unfortunately my father passed he left me some money it was going to mature at a certain time in my life um, there's a lot of people I grew up with who knew this there are some of these criminal parents I didn't know their parents were also working in this space um, <clears throat> who also you know didn't have my best interest in mind etc like it just got out of hand anyways they planned on using their talents and their access to things um, like, you know, NSA monitoring and, um, you know, in that space and also being friends with law enforcement. Unfortunately, that's how the corrupt, internal corruption here works is there's like a crew of military people that work with, you know, a crew of people who are in, who are in law enforcement and they also work with some people who are in the military industrial sector and then they got like a little they got like this whole organized crime thing going on and it's pretty genius anyways you grow up in a town long enough where they know that you're going to get some sort of balloon payment 
because your dad's death was very pub uh, very public. It was a big deal. And um, yeah, so later in life, these guys were making a plan to fucking rob me when I, when this money matured and I got older. And uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I had these people around me. I've been I'd known a lot of these people who were involved in trying to organize this for quite a while. And then as I gained friends and met more different military people and different, you know, cop people and different people in that military industrial space, maybe they just had, you know, worked for like an NSA contract or whatever. Um, you know, they gained cohorts, etc. Because it was supposed to be significant. Like, I want to say at least like a quarter million, a little more than that. Well, so they were planning on robbing me of this fucking dough. I'm going to go faster. I realize how long this fucking shit is probably dragging out. They're going to rob me of this dough. And so they're just going to wait for it to mature. Uh, after I was getting out of college um, in 2008-ish. And, you know, I was thinking like, damn, I, I, I've, been, I've been driving to work, taking me an hour to drive to work. And then I would go to work for eight hours. And then I would drive an hour, hour and a half to school on the other side of the county in San Diego through traffic. Because, mind you, everyone's got to work. And then I would sit in a four-hour night class and then drive another hour and a half all the way back to the other side of the county to go home, go to sleep, wake up, and repeat this. And I did this for the last two years of my college. So I was like, fuck. I deserve... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what's it called, take out my money early, take a huge hit. I took a huge hit, like those JG Wentworth things. And um, I was gonna just do like a staycation. You know, some people go to Europe or whatever after college if they're, if they're, if they're lucky enough, you know. Um, and I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna fucking, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna just wake up and go, you know, go to the bars and, go skateboarding every day and whatever I'm just gonna fucking yeah so I'm gonna do that for two years or so so I did that and these people didn't know that I took out my money early it took a huge hit it took a huge hit but it was enough to live off of and do whatever I want pay my fucking rent buy my groceries you know if I went to the bar or whatever if I decided to go skateboarding if I decided to go you know to Disneyland or whatever you know I didn't go out of control crazy but, you know, it was enough to just be like, oh, I think I want to do this today. And did that for like two years. And these people who were planning on robbing me didn't know. But they were going through my, my uh, paperwork and shit like that. And stored my in like a storage unit or wherever. And they knew the, the date that it was supposed to mature. They didn't know that I took it out early. Okay, hold on to that information. So I, that happened in 2008-ish when I took that money out. In 2007-ish, I came across a little early, earlier than that, I came across um, some info in which I made the documentary 2020 Vision with, which was a leak that I came across when I was in 2007, when in 2007, I came across this information. I didn't know it was legit. I just thought it was some asshole who made the world's worst uh, PowerPoint presentation. And upload it to the web. I have no idea what the fuck it was. 
But yeah. Maybe a little earlier than that. Maybe a little earlier in 2007. But essentially it was outlining, you know, what uh, what this guy is saying happened to the JFK flight, JFK Jr. flight. And then who was responsible, how they did it, whatever. And since I've since I was been I've been an internet early adopter since like 1995. I had like been on the internet, like I, you know what I'm saying I've seen the dirty crevasse of the fucking internet like since you know the 90s. Like you have no idea what unregulated internet like seeing faces of death videos and other. Now it's called gore porn, but back then it was a big deal. I've you know, seen some guy get his head cut off and all this other horrible shit. <laughs> So there be there be hours. I've just been always been spent hours and hours and hours just plugging shit into Google. You know, plugging there was before Google there was things called web rings. You know, um, and so yeah. So I just I've just seen a million things. I've seen a million conspiracy theories. I've seen a, I've seen people you know getting kicked to death by horses. I've seen you know people get hit with red hot pokers. Just horrible. Crap, I can't even believe I put all that crazy shit in my brain. You know, it just became this weird contest between me and my friends. Like, who could come across the craziest thing ever that would traumatize you for the rest of your life? But the, And then show it to your friend. Anyways, so I came across this stuff. And it was like, since I've, since I've consumed so much crazy stuff, I was so much more advanced on consuming just crazy shit conspiracies whatever this is before you know youtube is a fairly was a fairly new invention around that time youtube wasn't that user friendly etc so i was still you know going on random websites to find cool shit or anything documentaries anyways came across this shit and this guy described you know hey i'm a you know this is what really happened with the jfk jr thing and I saw it, and I was like, oh, well, that's a cool story. I don't know if that was true. And that was it. And I didn't know from that day forward, uh, you know, not too long after that, I gained some babysitters from the military because I actually saw a leak. <laughs> and there was some guy trying to blow the whistle on something, either that or he was trying to share the information, and he did it in a really shitty way, but he thought he wasn't going to get caught. And, uh, anyway, so I ended up coming across this shit, and then I remember going back, like, literally, like, a day later, I'm like, man, what is up with that shit I saw? Because it was crazy, it wasn't like anything I saw before, it was just, like, a really simple, almost like a PowerPoint presentation, but it was on a Flash movie. Uh, if anybody remembers what Flash movies are. So, anyways, I saw that, and I was like, well, well cool story, bro, I guess. I didn't realize all these people from the military, etc., that I was gaining friends with... Um, were wondering, you know, they, they have it on record that I saw that shit. Why I wasn't going to the press, why I wasn't trying, <laughs> because I didn't even know it was legit all the way back then. And so I just started gaining all these fucking babysitters and then people from like the the bush camp, etc. They were really interested in me because it pertained to them. And they just, it, those people ended up also... You know, they were maintaining, they were, they were keeping a close eye on me. They maintained all my communications. They they went through my past, what have you. So they had this whole, like, head start because I wasn't going to the press or with anything. And they just kind of surrounded me with people who were pretending to be my friends or whatever. 
and then they ended up linking up with the group of people in town who were um, planning on robbing me because they were monitoring their communications and shit. And then they realized, oh, these motherfuckers are going to try to rob Steve. And they got involved, believe it or not. So, unfortunately, there was no money. Um, they didn't realize, the people who were planning on robbing me didn't, didn't realize there was no money. And in response, the locals, in response to being allergic to fucking jail, because cops, internet cops, um, people you know, growing up with, etc., uh, you know, you know, they're, they're allergic to jail, and, um, there were some people with NSA detail, there were some Marine people involved, I didn't know there was this little crime syndicate here in San Diego, where these people all share notes from different, you know, from law enforcement and military, military industrial, and they got this little fucking gig going on, and there's even a family who has people in different branches of the military who specialized in those departments, believe it or not, um, who really uh, know the ebb and flow of this certain type of crime that goes on in San Diego. Anyways, so I didn't have any money, and these guys showed me a lot of their cards of who the fuck they were, who they were organizing with, whatever, in attempts to try to collect, because essentially they first tried to extort me, and they didn't believe me that I didn't have any of this money. Not that I would have given it to them, but they just... They didn't believe me I didn't have it because they're crooks and crooks think he must be lying because I would fucking lie. So they motherfucker turned up the heat on my life. Anyways, finally got to the point where they realized I really didn't have the money, but they already let me know who they were, you know, in attempts to try to pick the lock, essentially, to see if I was bullshitting. They stuck around a little longer because maybe they thought they had the year wrong, <laughs> And they were still fucking just fucking ruining my life. And, uh, yeah, well, after a while, that shit didn't become the main priority. Those motherfuckers pieced out. Because then it transferred over to who that information was about. It was about a Bush family member. And, you know, the, 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 the heat turned up even more because then Bush, uh, Jeb was, um, running for for president so since he was in the news cycle and the shit that i knew they needed me preoccupied so that's how i got inducted into the program and they just ruined my fucking life they spread lots of crazy rumors they gaslit the shit out of me i mean they fucking exposed me to a horrible bunch of horrible shit they drugged me whatever anyways that's why i have this guide what i want to talk about is the purge now about a year leading before the election, before Jeb was um, going to run, uh, a lot of his friends from Carlisle and Academy, etc., came to San Diego. But they came years in advance. Like I said, they started coming here around 2007-ish when they found out I found out about this shit. I didn't know these people were moving into town. They started buying up stuff slowly. They started moving their people, like other people in their community, 
you know, from Texas and Colorado, et cetera, because the Bush family, they, they got claws all over the place. So they started moving people to the city, et cetera, and essentially they were, they, they had this plan, well, let's, this motherfucker, somebody probably told this guy this shit. They didn't believe that I just, some dork who puts, you know, one and two together to make, you know, to make two. I just, I just keep my, my ear to the ground for the news all the time. I mean, if you follow our, our, our news blog, you know, I just recently with, uh, you know, the, the YH23, how, I mean, I understood how news media has been used for years and just, you know, I, you should look for that, but it, essentially, you know, I, I pinpoint the date when, uh, around the time when American uh, or American and NATO alliance intelligence realized that China stole the plans for our fifth generation stealth fighter and how they tried to, well, at least they stole the, they realized the aerodynamic drawings and the, for the fuselage, etc., were stolen and they tried to put out fake propaganda stories that, um, oh, this plane is actually supposed to fly like a ninja star and blah, 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 and all this other shit. And, uh, that was because, you know, they most likely stole these plans. And this, and then, and then later, sorry, and then later it was revealed that, yeah, China did steal our plans for their, for, uh, our fifth generation fighter. And then they made the Chengdu J-20 with it. So I was on the fucking money. I was on the fucking money. But then I, I reposted that shit because I just wanted to let people kind of know like I'm always watching the news for patterns for things that don't make sense where hey this happened but then a little bit down the road this happened and since we have so much stuff going on maybe you don't pay attention to that shit but with my ADDS like it might seem that I talk and I'm everywhere etc but I'm also paying attention little pieces here little pieces there blah, 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 and they just catalog in my fucking dome anyways so these guys from the bush camp that were moving here, they didn't believe that I uh, I came across this shit myself. Even though I've I've proven uh, tons of tons of times that's just my thing. That's what I'm into. That's why kind of the Mesh News Project thing kind of came naturally. Even though we developed it because we needed to tell people about this thing that I'm taking way too fucking long to tell you about. Anyway, so people from the Bush camp were just started putting their claws into slowly putting their claws into local city government people in the police department etc and then you know after they found out I didn't have any money this crew and they broke apart uh, the main focus became preoccupying my ass while they figured out if somebody told me that information that I came across and um, so while they're ruining my life I was fucking losing it. They were also trying to use me as like a honeypot, like bait, to try to get people to help me. I didn't know this was going on, bro. I really don't. Um, I feel real bad that I didn't tell people, but I also didn't realize this was going on. There was people trying to kind of hint that this was going on, but 
while you going through the while I was going through this program, I had so much information coming at me like a fire hose that was true, not true. They just overwhelmed me with stuff that could be true and could be false on purpose. So I just didn't know what was legit. So either one or two things would happen. I would start blabbing my mouth and people wouldn't trust me because they might have been wrong or that I wouldn't just I would become disoriented. So it was crazy. Um, so they would kill people who tried to help me or if they caught people who helped me they would then kill them later they were doing and um you know i'm saying they they use this whole situation to try to vet out people who might want to try to swing on the bushes and the cheneys because these motherfuckers are connected and essentially that's what they did for about so while the rest of the country was being distracted by trump you know running for president and being you know and being crazy on the news and getting in every day uh while that was going on it was the perfect distraction so you know to fill up the news feed in case something ever did make it out of here about what was going on it wouldn't make a dent um and that went on for a long time the uh mil the military contractors that came here um they were using the local crime syndicates like you know like cartels and stuff like that to be their enforcers um the fbi knew about what was going on our fbi um the military was helping because you know the bushes and the changes are so ingrained in the in the military uh, military uh so carlisle group was here they were using a lot of undercover people just acting like members of the community or what have you to gain intel to befriend people to hack people's shit just it went everywhere and then when they found a target they usually would use uh the cartel and they would teach uh, to to you know break into people's homes to kill them in their sleep to find out what they, they that find out what makes you know something that they do regularly and use that to fucking kill them so it looks like an accident um, make people look suicidal. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. And this is all going on while I was also being put through the the program. And one of the stories, because there's this whole subculture here, this whole story, one of the stories that went around about me while this was going on to help cover up what was actually going on was that I was a child molester or something. And um, they use this story. They use this uh, what's it called? Fake. They use the story. They're telling everyone, "Oh no, he's been inducted into the fucking the cinnamon program." And basically, cinnamon is just you know is is another. It's a slang that comes back from a, a while back part of the internet culture because this guy that's where the, this guy back in the day he um took pictures of him with little kids and he would use that photo editing software to swirl his face you can find this new story to swirl his face so people wouldn't see his face in these pictures it's fucking gross fucking shit and um what police did to figure out who he was was just un to reverse to was just reverse the swirl and they, they got his picture they got his identity they got his face so as a joke 
the swirl or things that are or similar or synonyms, etc., in the in the uh, military intelligence community were associated with this kind of pocket program where if they like catch a predator kind of people, if they Chris Hansen some dude, what they do is it's like this whole side thing where what happens is instead the military um, uses that guy for experimentation and shit like that because he's already a fucking a fucking child molester or whatever. He's already a piece of shit. So these motherfuckers in an attempt to make people who are from the intelligence community not listen to me about the leak that I heard, they just ruined my fucking life. They fucking ruined the shit out of my life in this program. For like three years, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. All I know is that people were ambushing me. You know, people were fucking getting, you know, shooting me with this radiation shit, etc. And they started feeding me a narrative. Look, this could, this, we only do this to people who, um, who are into child porn and shit like that. Right. And I'm just like, well, that doesn't register. I'm sorry. I don't want to fuck any kids. But they kept through that conclusive ambushing shit I was telling you. They would build this picture of, look, this happened 20 years ago. You probably don't remember it. You were on the Internet. You know, this could have happened. You know what I'm saying? Uh, When you were going to school in a different county or whatever. So they built this picture, and I'm just sitting here like, well, why did you guys wait 20 years all of a sudden? You know, that's a little weird, you know. And the reason why is because they just, they needed a reason to fucking cut and run. But anyway, so it's, everyone kind of knows that retired military people, military community, like a lot of people who are into um, the Freemasonry community here, it's this open secret that whenever they find one of these dudes they get fucked with hardcore and they do a bunch of fucked up things to them so what they used as cover was telling everyone oh don't mind this guy while he's you know trying to tell everyone we're killing him oh it's actually our intelligence boys you know we caught him red handed with you know fucking you know loads of child porn on a laptop and shit like this is the story they're spinning so they needed me, they needed to get me, they needed me to either incriminate myself or tell me that this is the only way that they would be doing this to me. And then they were just like, so just confess to it and then, you know, we'll let up. And then that's the end of it. This is just blah, blah, blah. And they were using this girl who was, who was supposed to be my girlfriend at the time. They were coaching her back and forth and... So they would expose me to radiation and shit like that or whatever and just be like, just confess, just confess, just confess. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I didn't fucking do this shit. But it got out of fucking hand. And like I said, they make you drink from a fire hose. You don't know what is and what isn't true. So, well, so I mean, I was, I just didn't know how to make my, my fucking abuse stop. And I was literally turning under every single fucking rock. At this time, though, they were also telling everybody in the community, look, he's actually just part of the cinnamon program. You know, don't pay attention to him. If he tells you that he he heard a leak or whatever, you know, he's just out of his mind. And they took that subculture that people here know about, at least in certain circles, to kind of mask over what the fuck was going on. And because word was getting to, like, 
because like I said, they were using me as a honeypot. Word was getting to like the entertainment community, et cetera, because there's lots of in, 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 intelligence people in our media <clears throat> who were hearing about what was going on, and um, because it made I made a, it made a lot of noise here. So, um, you know, they just kept fucking ramming this narrative down my throat that I did this. I, I did this. I must not have remembered. And like I said, man, like I fucking goddamn. I, I must have seen like a million people get killed. I've seen people like pet kittens until they start purring and then jam them into like a little tiny hamster cage and then douse them in lighter fluid and light it on fire and just watching some cat flaming in a cage. Like, bro, I just seen the craziest shit on the internet. So I was just thinking like, Jesus Christ, did I come across some shit? This was going through my head at the time because they actually got me to fucking... Uh, what's it called? They actually got me to say... You know what I'm saying? I must I must have fucking I you know, that I must have been fucking involved in this kind of shit because why else would these guys be ruining my life? Because I just this didn't make sense to me. For three years they fucking just burned my fucking life down, dog. And they were just they just and while they were doing while they were burning my life down for about three years and everything, they were telling everybody in town, look, this is what's going on. So if you see this, this is what you're seeing. So they they, they cued everyone's bias behind you know while they were fucking distracting me for like three and four years dangling me also in front of these intelligence people to try to help me because they also knew what the fuck was going on because they double checked on this shit and they knew that i actually came across that fucking information so and they were trying to get these people to come out of the woodwork to try to help me or at least put this together because a lot of people don't like the fucking bushes. They, they, they really just fucked the world, bro. I want to tell you how they, they did shit. They really fucked the world. So you don't understand. There's, they got a lot of enemies, bro. They got a lot of fucking enemies. I mean, that's awesome because they're at the top of the food chain. But still, they got a lot of fucking enemies. Anyways. So... After that whole thing, and I was just like, I don't know, maybe I came across this, maybe it was like, maybe I was trying to explain, like, I fucking looked at a lot of crazy shit on the internet, maybe I came across this and you guys are mistaken. Like, no bullshit, I just couldn't put that shit together. Like, how they would, they were trying to tell me, like, look, we don't do this to anybody unless they're a fucking child molester or whatever, and I'm just like, well, motherfucker, I don't even want kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think I'd be driving a fucking ice cream truck or coaching t-ball or something but these motherfuckers are trying to tell me well this is the only reason why this would be happening to you i'm just like jesus maybe i fucking i don't know i was trying to search my mind how the fuck i came across some shit like that for them to be fucking with me like that and um they just gaslit the shit at me and you know i didn't know that they were just lying to me but lying to me hard because they needed me to try to incriminate myself like you just have no idea the the talent behind our intelligence communities man they would just fuck i can't even describe it if you're getting shot by gamma radiation nothing else matters but making it stop um anybody who's gone through even cancer treatment knows that this shit will make you nauseous or what have you but this shit has been used as a weapon on me for a couple of years at this time by the time they these motherfuckers try to get me to fucking try to get me to answer for my crimes that I never fucking did you start telling yourself because all, while this is going on you're being gaslit to fuck like multiple times they'll give you false information 
make you think something's going on that isn't by like gaslighting your senses or what have you. And so you become real disillusioned as do I can I even trust myself? Can I even trust my senses? Can I trust my memory? Can I trust whatever? And um, that's just the game they played on me. And they did that. So, you know what I'm saying? So I w so then they could, like, spray me with a skunk. But like I said, man, when you're getting hit with this radiation shit, nothing else matters but making it stop. And you'll start flipping over every rock, entertaining, okay, if I do this, what happens? Does this get better? Does this get worse? And you just start flipping... You just start flipping over these fucking rocks, bro. And that was one of the rocks I flipped over like an idiot to try to see, like, is this what these motherfuckers are really about? Is that true? Like, and since you're not getting any help because you're being surrounded, you just don't fucking know. I can't even describe what getting hit by by gamma radiation as like an ambush tactic. People would drive alongside of me in fucking vans and shit like that or SUVs with the shit shooting out of the side of the doors. Um, people would put um, these industrial radiation kits in like trash cans ahead of something I was like uh, like let's say they knew my schedule that day and I had to go walk to this business I had to park and then walk my car so they knew I had to walk by a certain area so they would plant one of these things they put it inside of a trash can and um, <clears throat> a lot of these guys they use these setups like what do you call it like the Adreno those Adreno little home computer kits and then they can like remote open and shut these little gates that ex open and shut the, the exposure of the material they got them all hacked up and you just don't know man you're walking around town and getting blasted by this radiation shit and you just you're not understanding what it is you just want it to stop and you start flipping over a lot of rocks and you start entertaining certain ideas because it just wrecks your fucking body bro like Gamma radiation fucks your body up. It puts you all out of whack. You can't think of anything else but trying to make it stop. It, it fucking raises the temperature of your body. It makes your heart start fucking pounding. You makes you want to feel like you're going to start... Sh you makes you feel like you're going to sh shit your pants. makes you feel like you want to throw up. Um, it makes you... It, it'll literally bring you to your knees if you get exposed to enough of it. I know because I've been exposed to it. Like So anyways, so I was getting ambushed by these like... These these radiation poisoning level exposures of getting acute radiation poisoning quite a few times, bro. It became, it became really traumatizing. Um, I just didn't know how to make it stop. And they put you in that desperate frame of mind and they tell you this is the only way we could be doing this to you. You know what I'm saying? Do yourself a favor and just... You know, fucking say uncle and fucking, you know, say you did it. We, you know, even if you don't remember it, we remember it. You don't, you can't even trust your own fucking memory. Like it just, it got out of fucking hand. And, you know what I'm saying? So they tried to put, they tried to put me in this catch 22 so they could fucking, they, they could smear me. But, you know, for a while I just accepted that narrative, but then I was like, no, 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 no. I don't even I don't even want to fucking date a girl with kids at this point. Like you guys are out of your fucking minds. So I went and I fucking took a polygraph test. Like, no, I've never fucking done this. You're out of your fucking mind. I went and took a polygraph test, you know, with this fucking dude who's like the head of the entire state's polygraph association. You know so I had to like re anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. These motherfuckers will get make you think you did something you didn't do. So they can get you just to make this fucking radiation shit stop. 
and you even might look like because a lot of this shit is push pull push pull push pull they'll fucking lay it on you and then back off and then get you let you organize your thoughts or whatever and then they'll hit you with it again and then back off so you know what i'm saying it, the way they do this is just a mind fucked anyways let me go back to the purge part so um but yeah so they made me think all this was going on because of this little niche uh, program which I'm going to dedicate an entire podcast to um, but after I did my own research I fucking called the district attorney's office I got a FBI background check on myself because they'd have a file on this shit because all this shit goes on a fucking file uh, I fucking I got a polygraph test uh, I called every police department seen you know and, and and you know talked to people in regards to you know things that pass statute of limitations, whatever. But even that offense is doesn't pass the statute of limitations with the feds. I mean, I even looked that up. So it was full of shit. But they made me fucking believe it. But it's it just doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. Anyways, so they were keeping me disillusioned with that. But at the same time, they were telling all these people in the intelligence. They were letting people know in the intelligence community. You know, yo, I heard it was because of this Bush thing. Do you know anything about it? Whatever. So all these Carlisle people, these Bush people that moved to San Diego. Um, and we're doing this, like, blitz. Fucking, we're using me as a honeypot for other intelligence people to try to help me. And if they helped me, you know, while they were watching, uh, they fucking killed them in, in spectacular fashion. Um, what would they do? Well, uh, for one, one person who was f helping me over the internet... That motherfucker, they threw they threw one guy who was helping me uh, in front of the train I was on. And then a bunch of fucking um, military contractor fucking assholes came up to me. I only knew, I only realized what the, who they were once they started talking shit. Literally, as we're over this guy's body, because the train we were on had to stop. Because I just remember, like, boom, hearing this, like that. And then um, just crunch, 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 crunch. And I was in the front car of the train. I felt this dude get run over. It was the grossest fucking thing in the world. Then all of a sudden these people started coming up to me on the train. Like, oh, man, it would suck if that was somebody's friend. And then there, another person would be like, yeah, I guess I'm not going to be getting any more help over the Internet, whatever. Because there were people who were contacting me through various anonymous means, etc. to try to help me fucking do this so i mean it was just really horrible so later you know my phone really went dark for a while after that um after that guy got crunched so they were doing things like that um after a while there was all these don't do it don't commit suicide fucking signs all over all the train stations etc because i guess they were using that as a means to fucking kill people uh, easy way to get rid of them. Oh, it looks like they fucking walked in front of the train. It looks like they were suicidal. No, they were just getting rid of motherfuckers in town. Um, what's another way? They were taking over the fly-by-wire because a lot of driving systems um, get uh, are happen over the computer now. A lot of it is fly-by-wire, you believe it or not. So they were taking over people's cars and running them off the fucking road. Um fuck how it's they fucking drop this cliff on this fucking chick here in san diego and the crazy thing is is people are contacting me to like hey bro like you need to post about this you need to post about this you know they're fucking they're 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 fucking eroding the cliff they're eroding the cliff the cliff the cliff they remember they kept sending me this shit like bro 
the cliff. They're going to get her with the cliff. And I had no idea for like weeks leading up to this chick's fucking crazy random death. And these motherfuckers were trying to tell me because I didn't know the same lady was paying attention to my social media because I guess as I would post things, um, it was kind of like an early warning system. I didn't even realize that's what it was. People were just handing me stuff to, hey, bro, post about this, post about this, post about the food in this area of town or whatever. Unfortunately, I didn't understand I was being, you know what I'm saying, used to warn other people. But eventually they, they fucking, they, they dropped this cliff on this chick at the beach. Fucking killed her. Um, they would poison people in their sleep. Uh, heart attacks, if they were older people in the intelligence um, or retired who had connections still in town, they'd kill them by, like, giving them a, a potassium heart attack. They would inject potassium underneath their tongue, and it would cause them to have a heart attack. Um, it was crazy. They were doing all these crazy things. But people were telling me, hey, this is how they're doing it. This is what they're doing. You need to post. You need to warn people. And, you know, if, and they were also at the same time getting people to realize I need to leave town because now these Bush people, these Carlisle affiliates, these Cheney affiliates here in San Diego, while everything was going on, while the rest of you motherfuckers were paying attention to Trump fucking, you know, dominating the news cycle. That was all that was. I don't know if that was on purpose, but it seemed very fucking convenient. I'm not accusing Trump of anything. I'm saying he was being himself, but the media was possibly purposefully focusing on him for that to drown out anybody possibly trying to come forward with these claims. It was really gross human rights abuse. They were fucking the, the American military industrial complex was murdering their own, including, you know, Marines, etc., who were helping me, who were passing information to cats in LA. <clears throat> they're using radiation and shit like that. The same way they're using it on me for other people. <clears throat> but in much drastic ways, believe it or not, you can give somebody a heart attack. <clears throat> you can give somebody a heart attack if um, they have too much, get too much in a dose. Um, they were using on people to try to develop fast developing cancers and just killing them off that way, giving them improper medical care on purpose because a lot of people are moving here, man. They have moving people into all the hospitals, etc. They had people in the police. Like, you don't understand. Since 2007, they were just moving people in these, you know, infrastructure and essential work positions and working with organized crime. So when they flip the switch, they'd have all their people in place to make this shit go off. So essentially, they ambushed the city. It was fucking heavy, bro. I remember at the time, um, they hand they were like, "Bro, start driving Uber, start driving Uber." And I was like, "Why?" They're like, "You need to see the city. You need to see that this shit is everywhere." Because for a while, people were passing around this lie that you know all this bad luck in town was just following me because the bushes didn't like me. I must have pissed them off. So they were what's it called putting purposefully tampered groceries in these and grocery stores etc around me um or or i'm sorry a lot of these a lot of people who worked with the cartel and even the, the bushes people they moved here what they would do was they would swap out tampered food items in in grocery stores as a means to 
what's it called? Make me ill or sick. And uh, it was affecting the grocery stores around me. You have no idea how much power rich people have is other people knew this was going on even police and they were just like bro you should leave town this is a you problem like i said there's lots of different stories going around so every people in my community started lashing out at me because they thought i brought this bad juju they had no idea these motherfuckers been playing this since 2007 <clears throat> but then somebody gave me a tip they're like bro it's not just what's around you it's all over the fucking city they're doing this and then letting people know that the food source is tampered and then also telling the corrupt cops we have throughout the fucking county that we that we've been moving into these positions or we got them to get on board like join our team um they're just going to stonewall people and then we already got all of our media blockades believe me i'm i went to cnn i went to fucking the los angeles times whatever i tried telling people about the same shit it's a it's a media blockade bro they already knew they were going to do this they had their friends in place anyways so the local police were just stonewalling people if they'd come and report things like hey bro they're putting tampered food in all the grocery stores they were doing that letting people know they were doing that letting people exhaust themselves trying to report it <clears throat> and to realize that hey it's just time for you guys to go so people were leaving town they were fucking airbnb the shit out of their house so they can just leave fast and have a means to you know figure out what they're going to do with their house so there are airbnbs all over the fucking place at, at, a, at that time while this purge was going on fucking the food is tampered everywhere i found this out you know these people who what's it called got me blacklisted or not so much blacklisted but made it so i couldn't get a job any other way but doing fucking uber they did that on purpose so i'd have a so i could see that this abuse was happening all over the city because people live in their little suburban pockets they hear rumors the rumor in my suburban pocket was this was happening because steve he is here the bushes are mad these motherfuckers are the top of the food chain the police were even repeating this so these motherfuckers made it so I couldn't find any work to make me drive Uber. So I would drive all over town to realize and just I would be in one part of the fuck county. You understand there's three counties that comprise of San Diego. It's North San Diego County. It's South San Diego County and then East San Diego County. And it's huge. So San Diego is fucking humongous, even though you think of San Diego as that little spot by the beach. San Diego is fucking huge. Um, so I remember one day they're like just trust us you can drive anywhere in the fucking county and this food will be everywhere what are the logistics involved in having that happen just for you Steve you understand they're getting people to leave they're getting people to realize that they're going to have to leave themselves and while these people left people sold their houses real fast or what have you a lot of people, a lot of their friends, the Bush's friends, etc., came in. They bought up a bunch of fucking real estate for cheap because people are doing fast sales and shit like that. Like it was, the the the, the how this shit went off was disgusting and a horrible human rights abuse. But it went off without a fucking hitch. I mean, there from what I was being told, um, there are whole areas behind stores, etc., where they. I know how to open and tamper with the food, add things like pesticides and what have you, because they were tampering with all the food, but they let everyone know after a while, after people started getting sick, after old people started dying, 
You know what I'm saying? They were just like, hey, we're actually, we're fucking with the food. And if you're not on board, if you're not vetted, you know, to not be an enemy of the Bush family, to not be an enemy of the military, I guess, because the military got involved in this whole thing. And since they're already here, you know, they've been here since 2007 organizing this thing. People really didn't have a choice because they already had their ducks in a row years and years and years in advance. They just hit the switch while the rest of you guys couldn't stop talking about Trump. So people were getting fucking killed. People had to fucking leave town. A lot of people came and swooped up all this real estate that was going, getting sold, put on the market for quick sales, etc. on the cheap. People buying property. So now there's all this crazy gentrification going on because all these people got these this property for a fucking steal because people just need to get the fuck out and they if they didn't do that they used that radiation shit even my own fucking parents eventually fucking left because we couldn't handle it anymore it was crazy like I had my own family members turned against me but then at the same time they were also targets of this abuse like it was it was crazy is so crazy but yeah bro like you just don't understand while you guys were focusing on trump and i was posting crazy shit about my abuse online and the fake story was going out steve's part of the cinnamon program or whatever which it's not even up for debate like i literally proved my fucking innocence legally um this horrible human rights abuse was going on. They were fucking killing people off. And if you didn't know, it was happening in such a way where people were so terrified because they were also getting shot with this radiation shit. People were getting, you know, the these cartel guys would break into fucking people's houses and sexually assault, you know, your wife or whatever to send a message. It's time for you guys to go. Do you understand? Like, people come home and these motherfuckers would just, like I said, how... You know, you get assigned a creeper in our podcast series. That they these same people were fucking doing this. They were, believe it or not, they were training these people at parkour studios. So they would be climbing all over the place, all over apartment complexes, whatever, doing all this creepy little poltergeisty shit. Um, but they were training these guys to be able to have to have the physical skill set to be climbing all over these urban environments, jumping fences, what have you, doing this scary shit to terrify whole neighborhoods with this radiation shit. I mean, you just don't know the fucking detailed planning that went involved. I mean, I went on Coronado Island, bro. So many people are leaving. It places like a fucking ghost town when I was doing this. Oh, yeah, 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 the food before I fucking go. But yeah, the food thing with the tampered food. Um, I was in North San Diego County, the tip top, almost at Orange County where I live in Oceanside. In San Diego. And uh, I drove all the way down to practically the border. But I went down I, and I left my car at a place called Old Town, San Diego, where, where the Navy bases and everything, where the airport is. And then I took, I got out of my car. I called an Uber, right? And went all the way to East County into a random spot. I didn't even know where I went. I just dropped a pin in East County hailed a car and turned my phone off why did I turn my phone off because I wanted the guy to drop me off a few miles early from my destination so it would be completely random where I ended up and I just walked into a grocery store and it was the same thing all the all the 
there, there was this short code going around town in San Diego where people would use like one cough for yes, two coughs for no, or <laughs> sniffs, or like two sneezes or whatever, because there's the, all the surveillance across the counties were linked into um, government data monitoring centers. So they were watching people to see who was talking to who, what have you, who, you know what I'm saying, who was spreading this information about what was actually going on. So a way people would, the workers who knew what was going on, because even they thought it was, because even they knew it was fucked up, they would like, <coughs> like if you came near some food or something like that. So all over San Diego, people were doing this shit. You have no fucking clue, bro. Like it was like the Gestapo. It was like the fucking Nazis came and made us all fucking scared to even talk. So I fucking showed up at this grocery store and they all started doing that and they started like surrounding me like, bro, don't you know, <coughs> don't you know all the food is fucking tampered, don't eat that shit. And I just had to prove to myself this was all over the fucking county. This wasn't this fucking situation surrounding just me. And uh, I bought some fucking food and then I fucking ate it and soon enough I fucking got fucking gnarly ill. Because I ate a bunch of it on purpose. I wanted to see, like, this shit is in all the food. Um, little bits. If you think about poison, if you eat a little bit of something, if you, po you can be poisoned by anything, even water, drinking too much water, in enough volume. So what they did, they just put, like, pesticides and shit like that that would tax your liver and kidneys here. Um, and everything. Little tiny bits of this chemical, of chemicals and shit like that. Because if you're eating things then you're poisoning yourself because after a while it builds up sure enough this place this shit was everywhere not just around me and that is essentially how they fucking purged the area and what's going on now is now we have a bunch of people who either sold us out or a bunch of transplants that are bush bush affiliates or contractors or even I'm hearing some army national guard so that was essentially the San Diego purge it's a huge human rights abuse um, happening in plain sight thanks for listening to today's podcast please check us out at COINTELPRO the number two zero spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com and uh, hopefully you um, keep listening with us thanks for the support